Good morning. Welcome to the drive to work. This is episode one, and we're going to do a, a little test to see how this all can come together in a daily podcast format. As of right now, I'm thinking maybe let's do Monday through Friday, or or uh, or maybe we'll do a couple days a week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm anticipating each podcast to be under an hour where you have to listen to me talk. Hopefully every now and then we can tie in a guest um, and have conversations about a wide variety of, of topics. We should see how this goes. First, I, I, I want to give you a little bit of insight as to who I am. And uh, hopefully from there we can uh, start pinballing the ideas of where this show should go. Um, Interestingly enough, I was listening to, I was watching an interview with uh, Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro, and Steven Crowder had mentioned something about being really rigid to having a show format, writing things down, having ideas. Um, so I would love to be able to take a look at my notes and uh, and my, uh, my, my, my scripting for a show. Um, but I think it's probably illegal to do that while you're driving. So I will uh, do my best to try to stay on topic and not go on four-hour rants about useless topics. Um, most likely, that definitely won't happen because I have a clear destination from point A to point B. Um, different routes to take each day, but um, ultimately we're still getting to the same thing. So. Already, just by stating that, you probably are making some sort of assumption about who I am, just because I said I listened to Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro, um, both right-leaning uh, conservative men, um, which, yeah, those would be good assumptions to have. <laughs> uh, but I think we need to start from the very beginning. Um, I'm a Midwesterner, originally from Chicago, grew up in the south side of Chicago, and grew up very poor and then you know my mom chasing the American dream uh, decided that she was gonna work really hard and give her kids better than what she had and uh, we ended up having a very nice life we got to a point where money was no object and um, we were able to experience a lot of what the finer things in life have to offer but we couldn't have done that just with her becoming a victim um, and, and deciding to live off of other people. She always made it very clear that she was going to raise her own kids and that she was going to work really hard to provide for them. Um, so that sense of pride took over and I could definitely see it wasn't easy for her, um, but there was a lot that I learned from that. Um, but yeah, I grew up in this outside of Chicago, so in a very, um, what most people right now would call cultural area um, I call it ghetto but that's something different uh, Roman Catholic I went to a uh, Catholic high school for a year uh, before we ended up moving out of the state and into Texas um, I did like it um, I grew up Roman Catholic my entire life and there was a period there in my late teens, early 20s, where I turned my back on God and 
decided that I was going to be more of a, an agnostic, more, more, more atheist, more, I don't really identify with religion, you know, kind of approach and is there a God? And, you know, I think within that period, at some point in our life, we all really, um, try to come to terms with who we are and who we're going to be. And even if it's only temporary, um, it's something, it's that part of your life where you discover um, a little bit more about yourself. Um, but what I did in that same kind of instance was to strip myself of things that are exactly who I am. Um, I can say now I'm, I'm Catholic, I'm Roman Catholic, and I identify as a Catholic and always will be. Um, but yeah, those uh, those six to eight years where I uh, I rebelled against that and and did not identify religiously and always pressed on religion um, was was a very interesting time. And of course, with that, I also grew up very liberal. Um, became and identified as more of a socialist liberal. Um, very European um, ideal, stereotypical European ideal way of, of socialism and and uh, things that are done on a much smaller scale, identifying that as a possible opportunity for America, which it's not. Um, voted f My very first vote was for Barack Obama. Um, and then in 2012, and at this point, I was uh, I was just a few years into my relationship with my husband, and he is a, a conservative. Um, I had actually convinced him to vote for Barack Obama. Now, whether or not he actually did, I'm assuming he did, because that's what he said, and I would have it no other way. Um, but, you know, his vote is his choice, so he could have easily went into the polling booth and said, no, I'm going to vote for Romney. Um, I think in 2012, we were up Shit's Creek, no matter what happened. So, uh, voted for Barack Obama at that point. Um, but it, that vote almost immediately became something that I regretted um, as I started becoming more political. I'm glad that politics is uh, becoming something more obtainable for people. It's not um, hard to have access to politics and stories and positions and um, kind of see what everyone is thinking and doing and that's also to uh, to some people the the bad part of it is that um, there's no filter behind a lot of what people say and what people do so I have a I have a pretty pretty small immediate family but a pretty big um, you know, family outside of that. Um, I don't talk to them very much and that's a personal choice. I just, um, I'm focused on a few different things um, right now in my career. Um, if you're seeing this uh, through my Instagram or if you're uh, watching it or listening through it through uh, SoundCloud, um, my Instagram is the Lakota Statesman Collective. Um, well, what I like to post are definitely things that interest me, but also um, just some of my opinions on business-related um, topics, um, 
and politics. Um, I do have a lot of leadership experience and I have been working ever since I could remember. So I have always tried to involve myself in these conversations about business and how to lead an organization. Um, and I would say that I really try to put myself in the in the shoes of frontline agents, the ones that don't get any support but are told constantly what to do. Um, and so those are those are other topics that I would like to bring into part of the uh, the podcast because they're exciting and I think I can provide a, a unique perspective on that. Um, so I've worked in finance, I've worked in um, telecommunications. When I was younger, of course, I did my stint in the food industry. That was interesting. Hospitality and uh, travel and leisure. So all of those different um, industries really helped me get a good insight into what it kind of takes to run a business. And you know, I wish I could be my own CEO one day, and uh, we'll see what happens. So just uh, some other kind of background to the podcast um, some things I really don't want to do is I I don't want to pay well um, I don't want there to be an opinion that I have that you can only listen to if you were to make a payment or, or subscribe um, so I, I want it to be where whatever content I release is the content that I release for everyone to enjoy or to pick apart or to debate or to criticize. Um, and, and that is why I'm getting into this, which leads into my other um, kind of stipulations for the podcast. I absolutely do not care about subscriptions and I don't care about ad revenue. Um, so I'm not looking to build a brand off of this. Um, I do believe that possibly, possibly, this might become something where as you're listening to my opinions, you may see me as a brand. You may see the Lakota Statesman Collective as a brand. Um, and I'm okay with those kinds of things happening organically, but I'm never going to try to advertise or to um, do shout out requests or to try to build up my fan base. I want everything to just kind of be this the part of the conversation where those that truly do want to engage in politics have a place to do that, whether it be in a comment section. I am hoping to launch a website that has a link to a forum where those kinds of things can happen. Um, and I, I don't believe that connecting with other conservatives on a strictly monetary basis uh, makes any sense for, for what I want to do. So, you know, we'll never see any sort of, like, sponsorship or advertisement um, tied to the podcast itself. Um, you know, you got to give certain people credit where credit is due. I mean, they have bills to pay and they have a, a particular model. And if that works for them, that's perfectly fine. But for me, this is just going to be me putting my opinions out there. Um, taking some really good advice from um, another person that I... I follow. Um, I had asked on an Instagram story, you know, there are so many 
YouTube channels and Instagram accounts and Twitter profiles and personalities popping up, you know, is it really worth it to start another one and say, this is my opinion, this is my voice? Um, but do you, do you see that it's worth the time and the effort? And their reply was, yes, of course, because they have so many voices and we have so few. And that kind of stuck with me because if you're seeing, from what I, my perspective was that there were so many, but he's seeing it as, you know, there were so few. And um, I think right when I had asked that question, it was right before all of these Twitter accounts and Instagram pages and Facebook pages were all being suspended and taken down. So at the time I was like, yeah, but you know, you always have... You always have someone to rely on. You always have um, a certain account to, to go to for, uh, for commentary. Um, but then, you know, doing more research and speaking with other people, I think this is something that the left probably has done right, which is amplifying every voice, amplifying everything as its own individual unique perspective um, you know I think the the right doesn't want to buy into collectivism as much as the left promotes it for and uses it um, to push their narrative um, and I think that's because we were unsure if, if it's going to be used in the right way so what I take away from that is the right wants me to speak up because they want someone who shares the same values as them to amplify their voice. Where if I was on the left, they wouldn't want just someone, they would want me, no matter what I said, to amplify my voice because of who I am, not what I'm saying. And that really goes into why I voted the way that I did in 2016. I mean, it's just one of the many reasons um, why for the first time ever I voted for a Republican voting for Donald Trump um, because as I was getting older I started to realize that it was the values that I cared more about and not the, uh, the identity politics and I think this is where the left has gone really wrong and their focus on who people are as individuals um, but only because they are the individuals that are part of a bigger group is not helping them out. And I have firsthand experience with that. I've done that myself. Um, and I grew up in that kind of environment. And as more episodes come out, I'm hoping to reveal a little bit more of that and provide more of my unique perspective. But just as an introduction, um, that's who I am. Um, that's what I'm hoping to get out of the podcast um, if you're in if you're going through the motions and you're looking for commentary you're looking for new perspectives and you're hoping that I'm going to stay regimented towards you know every Thursday at this time I'm going to release a new podcast video or it's always going to be X amount of minutes long or it's always going to have the same we're going to go over this in the very beginning then we're going to go over that um, you may not get that, um, and that's okay. In my opinion, that's okay. 
And if you disagree with that, if that's something that you're looking for, then once you expand your horizons a bit and once you understand that these conversations aren't always gonna go as planned, then come on back and we'll try it again. We'll see what happens from there. Um, so we'll, we'll use this as the first testing episode and see how this goes. I can't stress to you enough that even the voice of a Native American who was born in the south side of Chicago, voted for Obama twice, Roman Catholic, grew up socialist liberal, even if I decided to vote for Donald J. Trump, it's not the typical story arc that you probably have in your mind. And I know for a fact I'm not a Nazi, so we'll talk about that.